Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. Benji Kelly and New Hope Church. Thanks for joining us for this week's podcast and being a part of our church family. Here's Dr. Kelly with this week's podcast. Well, good morning. I think we can still say it's morning. Yes, we're good to go. And good day to anybody who might be experiencing this later on the internet or on television or whatever the case may be. We're so glad you're here today. And would like to just welcome all of the campuses. So here and there, let's just celebrate and welcome everybody. Woo-hoo! Love you guys and all of our campuses. So we're, got, we're glad you're here today. And um, as you can tell, my better half is on the stage. And as I like to say, whenever I can drag her on the stage, it's a good thing. Amen. Would you honor and welcome my wife, our first lady? So we're not going to be up here long today. Um, Most of you have known me a long time. And again, if you're a guest, we're so glad you're here. But if you know me, you know I, I I don't believe in like manipulating or trying to twist your arm and all that kind of stuff. We just... We just want to be very clear what we're asking you to consider. We're asking you to consider sponsoring a child internationally. And some of you might say, well, what about locally? We do all kinds of local missions. But we are so passionate and so committed and have been so blessed through sponsoring children, which you're going to hear all about today. Um... We want to invite you into that. And we don't really want anything from you. We want something for you. We, we want you to experience the absolute thrill and the joy of letting God use you to save a child's life. Not just physically, but spiritually. And not just a child, but a family. And we have a big, hairy, audacious goal. Everybody say, a thousand and one. A few weeks ago, you might know that 1,033 people joined this church basically in one week. 1,033 people. And the Spirit of God said to me, well, if 1,000 people can join the church in a week, what if y'all sponsored 1,000 children? And it's a big, big goal. It's, It's audacious. But what if we and all of the campuses today sponsored a thousand children around the globe? And I'm inviting you into that because we can't do it without you. There's absolutely no way we could do it without you. Amy Lynn, how, what would you want to share your heart today about compassion or, or anything as we, as we expose some people for the very first time to compassion? Absolutely. First of all, you've probably seen some people wearing blue shirts or lanyards. Those are our current compassion sponsors. And so a huge thank you for those of you that are already on the child sponsorship journey. Um, it's so exciting to see you posting um, things and updates since a lot of y'all have been able to meet your kids. And so a big heartfelt thank you for you. Um, we are going to have stations afterwards for you to be able to go and write your kids and things like that. But they're proudly wearing Ask Me About and then their kids' name on there because they're so excited to tell you about their sponsorship journey. So a big thank you for that. For those of you that aren't familiar with Compassion, we just wanted to share a little bit about what has led us to just be such ardent supporters in the organization. 
I know you know there's a lot of different nonprofits, a lot of different even child sponsorships things across the world, and um, everyone's doing good work, but we really believe that compassion has something unique mm -hmm. and something that creates an eternal difference because they partner with the local church. They're committed not just to sustain kids in poverty, but to release kids from poverty in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And we've been able to see that firsthand. Um, we've visited Compassion Projects and just the way they partner with the local churches and partner with indigenous leaders instead of um, people from America trying to go do things. They create uh, opportunities for the kids to hear the gospel in their language from people in their village and just amazing things like that. And so we're just honored to be on the journey and just to highlight a little bit about what Compassion does. And you know, I didn't say this in the last service, but if they didn't, like, we wouldn't even be bringing it to you. If they didn't, we wouldn't be sponsoring children through them. They are so committed to partnering with the local church and presenting the gospel in native tongue. I, I, missiology, I'm not a big fan of missiology that actually tries to take the Western world and our way of doing things and thrust that upon foreign lands. I believe the best way is to find indigenous leaders partner with the church, and present the gospel to them. So compassion not only meets the physical needs, it meets the spiritual needs. It ministers in the name of Jesus Christ. And here's a stat that I knew you would find interesting. Every 3.8 minutes, a child sponsor or the mother receives Christ. Every 3.8 minutes. So we're going to be up here maybe 15 minutes at the most. From this moment. Think about that. Five children or their mother will receive Christ today in the little bit of time that Amy Lynn and I are going to be able to share with you. And it's, they do a great job of really doing a holistic approach. I mean, we know that holistic medicine is not just partial. You don't create a house and not build a roof. You don't uh, drive a car with just three wheels. And so there's actually a graphic that they're going to put up that really kind of captures a little bit about the holistic approach that compassion has to caring and for these children. And so they really, and it's, it's, straight from scripture. Uh, they focus on the mind, the body, the heart, and the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so it's really amazing. So of course the, the mind is school, helping with school, helping with tutoring, uh, the body, medical checkups, dentist appointments, simple things that um, help create clean drinking water um, that creates an amazing opportunity to bypass lots of illnesses. Um, the heart that's your letters that they write. That's the relationships, the community that surrounds them. And the spirit, of course, that's salvation and just what Christ does. And so it's, a, it's just a phenomenal model um, of really caring for the child, which spills out to the family and then the village and honestly the country and the world. Yeah. So, so we've had the unbelievable privilege of sponsoring two children. And... Um, one of the things I, I hope you'll think about doing today, because this is the next level. If you sponsor a child or two or three, some of you can sponsor 10 children. If you sponsor a child or so, you can then go on a missions trip with us in the future. And you know we do a lot of missions trip. We're doing probably four or five a year now. And you can go on a missions trip, and we will arrange for you to meet your child while you're on the mission trip. So we've, we've had the unbelievable privilege to not only meet 
our children once, not twice, but three times. And uh, the productions team here at New Hope Church uh, went on our last trip. And they captured some of the experience. And we're just thrilled to be able to show you this because it will give you a glimpse not only of just the sponsorship, but what could happen if maybe, just maybe, you wanted to go see your child later. You don't have to. You can sponsor a child and never go. But for us, it, it took the experience, how shall I say it? <laughs> You're amazing, church. To a whole nother level. Check it out. There are millions of children living in poverty. Children who are forced to work to help pay bills. Children who can't go to school and they don't have safe water or electricity. Children who can't afford medicine or doctor's visits when they are sick and they all too often go to bed hungry at nights. Throughout the Bible, God calls us as his church to care for the poor. In fact, in Matthew 25, the Bible says, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat, thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. Jesus said in Luke 18, verse 16, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Through Compassion International, we are given an unbelievable opportunity to sponsor children. Compassion is a church-based missional organization. They partner exclusively with local churches and they equip pastors to meet the real needs of their communities and the poorest of the poor who need their care. They are a Christ-centered organization. They unapologetically lift high the name of Jesus Christ and they use our resources to witness to these families. Compassion International is child focused. They focus on the individual child and his or her development, reaching each boy and girl with the gospel of Jesus Christ and training them to become a responsible and fulfilled Christian adult. As I have wrestled with poverty in the world and looked at what the Bible teaches us as the Church of Jesus Christ, I have found no organization on the planet that impacts child poverty and ministers to children in the name of Christ quite like Compassion International. Through their child sponsorship programs, they provide opportunities for practical help not only for the child, but for the child's family. They share the love of Christ and they connect that family to the local church, which as you know, we believe is the hope of the world. Amy Lynn and I and our five children have had the incredible experience of sponsoring a beautiful young lady by the name of Eunice. In fact, I took my daughter to visit Eunice in 2009. We spent the day with her in this animal park, enjoying cookies and drinks together, and I saw a girl who was alive with the love of Christ, a child who was receiving good food, a child who was receiving a good education, 
and we could tangibly see the way in which our resources were blessing her life and the life of her family. In 2014, Amy Lynn and I went back to visit Eunice. While we were visiting her that day, we saw a book full of receipts, page after page after page in a folder that told us where every single dollar was given. We saw the photos as well as the Compassion Projects and Compassion Graduates. I remember seeing pictures of the bed that we bought for Eunice. And here recently, Amy Lynn went to her village yet again, saw her school, saw her home, met her family, and saw the tremendous difference we were able to make and the unbelievable gratitude of her family. In fact, Amy Lynn tells me when she recently saw Eunice's family, that they ran to her and threw their arms around her, the entire family expressing unbelievable gratitude for the awesome privilege that we have had in being able to sponsor Eunice and her family. Now, I'm so glad to be here and finally meet you. Come on, New Hope Church. I want to encourage you with every fiber in my being today to sponsor a child. And at every single campus location, we have child sponsorship tables located in the lobby. You can actually start your sponsorship experience today. This year, we have the unbelievable privilege of sponsoring children in Haiti, Kenya, and Bolivia. Won't you join me in rescuing a child from poverty in the name of Jesus? This child sponsorship not only impacts the child, but their entire family. It impacts the community, and it impacts them not only to meet their physical needs, but their spiritual needs as Compassion partners with us to lift high the name of Jesus Christ. New Hope is all about changing lives, and imagine this, for $1.25 a day, that's $1.25, you can literally change a life. If you already sponsor a child, we have stations outside for you to write your child a letter today. If you don't sponsor a child, or maybe you want to sponsor an additional child or two or three, stop by and seize this moment today. A child is waiting for you. It is good to sponsor a child to, to change somebody's life. that Eunice shared the video that video with the staff this week and I lost it I just absolutely lost it 
And I, I see a lot of you. We, we do have a Kleenex ministry. <laughs> and they have, look at y'all. All like, there's boxes of Kleenexes on the, just pass them around. Um, it's humbling. Especially when you really boil it down to a dollar twenty-five a day, and you know, it's what it provides. It's it's not the American economy. It's it's so different in the third world country. A dollar twenty-five literally changes a life. Um, Mother Teresa said, um, "If you can't feed a hundred, then feed one. Um, do for one." I mean, imagine if if we were able to truly, truly all. Change one life. You may you may be able to do ten, but imagine if we all just truly did one. It's a, it's an amazing journey to be on. So we'll wrap up. But I realize in times like this, I need to be incredibly clear. Clarity rules the day, right in this moment, right here. Here's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to get up today and walk out those doors where there's multiple child sponsorship tables in the Rotunda and in Hopetown. And I'm asking you to sponsor a child. And I'm feeling a little bold right now and a little prophetic. So I'm going to say this. I, I believe in prayer. You think, do you think I believe in prayer? I believe in prayer. Now what I'm about to say, I might take some criticism for. I also believe prayer can be a big old excuse. And I believe sometimes we have a tendency to say, well, I'm going to pray about that. And you go and you leave here today and you don't seize the opportunity and you quote unquote pray about that. And it could be the very way in which you end up not doing what God might be calling you to do. I catch myself sometimes when I say I'm going to pray about something. Sometimes I don't need to pray about something. Sometimes I already know, right, what God is calling me to do. So carpe diem, seize the day. And let me strive for clarity as I wrap up with this. There are three legs to this sponsorship stool. Three legs. Here's the first one. Just to repeat, we said it earlier, but I want to repeat it ever so quickly. Compassion partners with the local church in those areas. And the children and the families are ministered to in the name of Jesus Christ. And every 3.8 seconds, somebody receives Christ. So it's Christ-centered, okay? Very, very important. Second thing, very, very important. The child and the family hears the gospel in their native tongue. Very, very important. So that they partner again with the local church. And the third thing, clarity again. This is an opportunity for us as a church to maybe, just maybe, sponsor a thousand children. Do something we've never done. We've done child sponsorship, but we've never done it on that level. And I hope and pray you will join us in that journey. Anything else? 
One thing that we really um, prayed about whether or not to um, oh, yeah. oh, this is to share, but I think it's um, a timely word, is we're so blessed to be a part of a multicultural, multi-ethnic church. Um, and about two years ago, as we were preparing the publicity and the promotion for a compassion event that we were hosting, um, all the images that they had sent us um, only had Caucasian sponsors. And so I called Compassion Headquarters in, in Colorado and said, hey, can we get some diverse pictures so that we can represent the body that we are and the body that we strive to be in our marketing? And they actually went through and they said, we don't have any all the sponsor pictures that we have are white. We have children that need to be sponsored that are all different colors of shade of skin. But um, since then, we've actually had some really heart-to-heart conversations, both with leaders in different countries as well as here in America. And Compassion has sent photographers to our events to be able to capture our diversity. But what the heart cry has been from Compassion and really from us, I believe it echoes it, is that um, there's very few minority sponsors. And when a minority sponsor, like we have several people on our team that have gone with us, when they show up on a trip and meet their child, the child and the family simply cannot believe that they're not white. They think only white people sponsor. And so we just wanted to kind of come today and say, wow, just like New Hope has truly embodied being a body of Christ of all different kinds of people with different color skin and different backgrounds, why don't we lead the way in the American church in being a group of compassion sponsors yeah. that looks like our church does? Why don't we be the exception yeah. where we are amazingly Come diverse on, with that? That's what I'm talking about. Say it a little differently and we'll be done. We can be the catalyst that changes the erroneous conception that the white man or the white woman are the ones that swoop in and save the day, we can be the exception and truly embody. I mean, look around. Stop looking at me for a moment. Look around. We, 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 can, we can be the exception that, pay, that, that blazes a trail, if you will, for what it looks like to be a fully diverse, multi-ethnic church that fully represents God's created order and therefore go into the mission field and change what missions looks like in the 21st century. That's what I'm talking about. Praise God. So we're done. How's that for a wrap up? I'm going to invite the ushers in just a moment. They're going to get ready. They'll come forward in just a moment. I'm going to invite the the core team. I'm going to sign off to the campuses. We love you guys. The campus pastors are going to take it from here. Come on, Central Campus. Let's give them some love on the way out. Love you guys. The ushers are going to come forward and receive our offering in just a moment. But before they do, let me give you a few key announcements. And then we're only singing one song. So try to stay put and uh, let's try to hang in here till the very end. Um, connect cards are in your chairs. Uh, fill those out. Let us know how we can pray for you. We would love to pray for you. If you're a guest here, there's a red card. 
red card in your chair pocket. Grab that off, scratch off those three little areas. Go to the next steps room, which is right outside to the right. We have some gifts for you, just our way of saying welcome to New Hope. We're glad you're here. Um, who knows what today is? It's, it's Palm Sunday. What does that mean? It's Holy Week. It's Holy Week. Um, Good Friday. How many of you have never been to a Good Friday service before? Quite a few of you. Most of you have. By far one of the most powerful services we have here throughout the entire year. Good Friday, 7 o'clock right here. 7 p.m. Come on in here for Good Friday. We're going to take you to the cross to the best of our ability. And we're going to go and just marinate in the cross of Jesus Christ as a way of preparing our hearts to celebrate what? Easter, the Super Bowl of the church is Sunday. Or should I say the final four? Hey, 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 by the way, all things are well. All th- uh, easy. Hey, hey, all things are well in the uh, ACC country of Central North Carolina. We got Duke and Carolina in the Sweet 16. And some of you like holier than thou people are like, well, what about NC State? What about them? No, just get Ooh. Hey, hey, I want NC State to get there. I want NC Central to get there. I want Wake Forest. But Jesus might come again before that happens. Um, just kidding. Just Hey, th- those of you who are haters, don't be haters, man. We want all Carolina teams to do well. Tar Heels. They're still yelling Tar Heels. Um, anyway, where was I? Good Friday is uh, Friday night. Easter Sunday. How many of you have never been to a sunrise service? Some of you. 7 a.m. Some of you have have never seen 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning. 7 a.m. Easter sunrise in the parking lot. We have, we have, we'll, we'll worship, I'll preach the gospel, we'll have Holy Communion, and we'll watch the sun come up together. It's, one of the, again, one of the most powerful services of the year. And then here's an idea. Starbucks will be open in the rotunda. Starbucks will be open when that's over. No, seriously. You can come into the uh, rotunda, chill for a little bit, and our first service will be starting. Our service times are 8.30, 10.30, and 12.30. My point is... The sunrise service is going to be a completely different service than the 8.30 service. And I get this question every year. You know, are they the same or they're different? They're different, so you probably want to come to both. And I'm just letting you know that our cafe will be open when that service is over. Last announcement. This, this can't get lost today. What is beginning next week? I know it's Easter Sunday, but what's beginning? The story. Do you know that we sold $22,000 worth of books last week? And we don't celebrate that because we're a bookstore. You know, that's not why we, we celebrate that because all of you have gotten the books. We have them out there. And the word is about 80 to 85 percent of the people who bought books last week, they bought three. And what did they do? What are they going to do with two of them? Give them away. Give them away. Give them away. Invite people. And then we're going to read one. We're going to start next Sunday. And we're going to be studying from Genesis to Revelation in the next eight months. If you need some resources, go grab those. Oh, and, and we forgot. Yes. Ooh. So we are so yes. committed to doing, getting you guys to really consider sponsorship. Um, two things. If you need another storybook, if you're a first-time sponsor, when you turn it in, you can get a free storybook. 
We're going to give you a book today. We'll do anything to get you to sponsor a child. <laughs> it's a free book. And, and, and the yeah. other thing is Jeff has graciously given us the ability that, again, if you sponsor a child today, you get a free download of his brand new CD that he just sang one song from. So new sponsors have the opportunity to get Thanks, a, a CD download as well as a storybook today. So thank you for that generosity. Last thing I think, very, very important, life group training is today for the story. Life group training, we're going to be kicking off all kinds of life groups with uh, the story. And if you're not in a life group, you want to get in one for this journey, 1 p.m. today in the Student Ministry Center. Let me say a prayer, and we're going to sing one final song. Father, thank you. God, I love how Jeff said it earlier. We've all been adopted. We're co-heirs. We're a group of ex-orphans, if you think about it, God. And we've been ushered into this family of God. And we're so thankful. Father, would you pour out your Holy Spirit today? Would you give us that courage that we, we spoke about? That Would you make us brave as we sung about at the beginning of this service? For some of us, God, will step up to a compassion table today and our hearts will be beating out of our chest. We'll be shaking and we'll just know that we're about to do something incredibly significant with our lives. Give us courage, God. Give us faith to trust you. Thank you that we get to do this. Thank you that we get to return an offering to your church. Father, would you use this? Would you multiplied and would you continue to take this movement and reach people and teach people and release people all over the planet we pray it in jesus name amen, amen. thanks for being a part of this week's podcast if you have any prayer requests or praises we'd love to hear from you just email our pastors and staff at prayers at newhopenc.org and we would love to pray for you if you'd like to support the ministries of New Hope, just stop by one of our campuses or visit us online at newhopechurch.org. We hope you'll join us next week for the podcast. And thanks for being a part of our church family.